They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 24 of Soul Food where we are going to look at dhikr. We're going to look at remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is a critical practice that has a very profound and direct impact on the heart. Uh, firstly, this is Soul Food Live and we're very honored to be at Seekers Hub Toronto uh, with Sheikh Faraz Rabbani and Sheikh Ahmed Saad and the entire community here and also to be here with uh, Nadir Khan and the blacksmiths. So alhamdulillah that we're, we're able to come together uh, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all. And for everyone listening, uh, we're going to look at dhikr in the Quran and we're going to look at how dhikr gives life to the heart we're also going to look at the best form of remembrance. And finally, we'll look at the rewards that you get for gatherings of dhikr, for coming together in remembrance of God the Exalted. So let's begin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, A'udhu billahi minash shaitan rajeem, Inna fi khalqi samawati wal ardi wa ikhtilafi al-layli wa al-nahari la-ayatin li-uli al-albab. That truly in the creation of the heavens and the earth and the alteration of night and day are signs for people of intelligence, people of hearts. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes who these people are. Those who remember Allah standing and sitting and on their sides. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that people of remembrance are people who understand and see the signs of God in creation and are people of deep intelligence. Imam al-Qushayri uh, commenting on this verse, verse he says, فَلَيْسَ وَرَاءِ الذِّكْرِ شَيْءٍ That there is, there is nothing greater than the remembrance of God. And all praiseworthy qualities are returning back to the remembrance of Allah. That the remembrance of God is the greatest form of worship that a person can do with their tongue after the recitation of the Qur'an. So after the recitation of the Qur'an, the best form of worship a person can do with their tongues is dhikr, is remembrance of Allah. How does dhikr give life to the heart? The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, in a hadith narrated in the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari, he says, مَثَلُ الَّذِي يَذْكُرُ رَبَّهُ وَالَّذِي لَا يَذْكُرُهُ 
that the likeness of one who remembers his Lord and the one who does not remember their Lord, does not engage in remembrance, is like someone who is living and someone who's dead. The, the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. And what kind of life is this? This is life of the heart. This is the life of the soul. That remembrance of Allah gives life to the heart. And a person who does not engage in remembrance, does not invoke Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is someone who is spiritually dead. Is someone whose spirit and their heart is a heart that's not alive. Imam al-Haddad beautifully describes the results and the reality of remembrance of Allah. And he says, He who would delight in tasting some of the secrets of the path and having some of its realities unveiled before him, let him be intent on remembering God the Exalted with a heart that is present, courtesy that is abundant, attention that is sincere, and concentration that is piercing. That when a person engages in the remembrance of Allah, then their heart is transformed. He says, whenever these are combined in a person, to him is revealed the highest malakut. His spirit beholds the realities of the world of utmost purity, and the eye of his secret witnesses the highest and holiest beauty. That when a person engages in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and as Allah says in the Qur'an, that they're the people who witness and understand the signs of God in all of creation. That they witness the world of utmost purity, and they witness the highest and holiest beauty, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in the Quran, Allah says in a hadith Qudsi, Ana jalisu man dhakarni, that I am in the company of the one who remembers me. That when you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are, you are in the court of the king. You are in his presence, whether we recognize that fully or not. But that's actually the whole point of dhikr, is to come to that realization and that reality. Ana jalisu man dhakarni. That I am, the, I am in the company of the one who remembers me. And one of the great Salihin, he said, I know whenever Allah mentions me. And people started to kind of get shocked. They said, how, how could you know when Allah mentions you? He said, as Allah says in the Quran, remember me and I will remember you. So, so whenever I remember Allah Ta'ala, I know that he's remembering me and making mention of me. So that brings us to the next point. What is the best form of dhikr? What is the best form of remembrance? The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَفْضَلُ مَا قُلْتُهُ أَنَا وَالنَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ قَبْلِي لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ That the greatest thing I said and the most virtuous thing that I have said and all the prophets before me is that there is no God but God, one without partner. Imam al-Haddad says, this is the invocation which contains all the invocations. And, and their fruits, invisible and visible. This is the invocation which people of beginnings are enjoined to keep and which people of ending return to.
it's the polish of your soul. Bahira lives big um ho. Ho illala ho ho. Illala it's our start and it's our goal. La ilaha illala. La ilaha illallah It saved Noah from the flood It made Adam more than mud Ho illallah Ho illallah It's our flesh and it's our blood La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah By Jonah left the whale By it, Joseph left the jail. Illallah, it's the friend that will not fail. La ilaha illallah. Illallah, illallah. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. So this brings us to the point where we talk about the rewards for the gatherings of dhikr. There's a beautiful hadith in which the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he mentions, and this is a sahih hadith, it's in Bukhari and Muslim, and we really need to reflect on this hadith because it's one of those that's not mentioned often enough. But the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he describes how the angels go throughout the earth looking for gatherings of remembrance of Allah. They go, they come down from the heavenly realm into our world, into this lower world, and the only thing that they're seeking are gatherings of remembrance. And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he says that when they find a gathering of remembrance, they call to the other angels and they say, come, we found what we're looking for. And they sit with those people. And they begin to envelop those people with their wings. And they fill up the entire lower heaven of this world. That the angels make a circle and they're obviously very large creatures. And they reach until uh, uh, the highest point of this lower heaven. So when they leave that gathering of dhikr, when it's over, they return back to the heavenly realm. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks them where they were. He asks them where they were and they say that we were with the people who are remembering you. And they say, subhanallah, yusabbihunak wa yukabbirunak wa yuhallinunak wa yumajidunak wa yas'alunak that they're glorifying you and they're exalting your praises and they're magnifying your holiness and so on and so forth and they're requesting from you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this riwayah from Imam Muslim, he says, and what are they asking? They're saying they're asking for paradise. And Allah says, have they seen it? They said, no Allah, they haven't seen it. Allah says, how would they be had they saw it? And then Allah asks them, what are they seeking refuge from? And they say, they're seeking refuge from your fire. And Allah says, have they seen it? They say, no Allah, they haven't seen it. And Allah says, how would they be, in other words, how much would they seek refuge in me from it had they actually seen it? And then uh, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, what are they asking? 
and they're asking for your forgiveness. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I want you to bear witness that I have forgiven them and I have given them all that they've asked for. One of the angels says, Oh Allah, there is kind of an odd person who's not actually one of them sitting with them. And he was just passing by. And in some narrations, actually the ulama, they say that this man, he uh, was owed a debt that he loaned money to a person who was in that gathering of dhikr. And he came to that gathering of dhikr just to get his money back. So the angel says, but this person was with them, but he wasn't really one of them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I have forgiven him as well. They are the people who the one who sits with them is never damned. The one who sits with them is never damned. This is the reward for someone who happens to come into a gathering of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what about the people who intend to be there? What about the people who seek out these gatherings? The gatherings that the angels themselves are looking for. So that brings us to the call to action. The call to action is to implement dhikr in your life. To implement some form of remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within your life. Whether it's five minutes a day and have something structured. That in the morning if you're commuting to school or to work or whatever it may be. That you have even five minutes where you do istighfar, you say astaghfirullah. Or what we've been doing, la ilaha illallah, the greatest form of dhikr. Or any, or reading Quran, or whatever it may be. And what we'll do in the show notes is we'll have a link to a compilation of prophetic invocations called Al-Wurd Al-Latif, which is something that the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, would do every morning and evening. And another great book for those who are interested in learning more about the various uh, forms of remembrance of the Prophet ﷺ is Imam Al-Nawi's Adhkar has been translated into English. We'll also put a link to that in the show notes as well. But the call to action is very simple. We just need to put this into practice. And the believers were always people who were known and the righteous people, the way that they distinguished themselves is that they were always remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those around the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, that was their description. But we really have to ask ourselves, how much dhikr do we see in our lives? How much dhikr is going on in our communities? How much dhikr do we have within ourselves and our own daily practices? So the call to action is to adopt some form of dhikr in your life. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us of those who often remember him and that our hearts are alive with his remembrance and that we are uh, people who are mentioned by him in the greatest of companies. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته for those who seek to be pure, oh, illallah, oh, oh, illallah, it's the truth that shall endure. La ilaha illallah, ilaha illallah. Illallah, it's the freedom we must spread. It's our water, it's our bread. 